Welcome to the Impressive Digital Marketer Podcast. If you're a brand manager or a marketer, entrepreneur, or you're just interested in everything digital, listen up, because this podcast is for you. We're Impressive, a digital marketing agency in Melbourne. We've put together this podcast to cover some of the most current topics in digital marketing. Every two weeks, we'll be talking about subjects related to SEO, PPC, and Facebook advertising. Some of the industry's experts will be jumping in on the mic for each show with a different set of hosts every fortnight. This podcast is run by you, the listener. So reach out and tell us what you want us to talk about. All right, should we dive into the world of digital marketing? Hello. Welcome to the Impressive Digital Marketer podcast. This is episode six. My name is Russ McCumber. I am a digital strategist here at Impressive. Uh, it's my first podcast for a while. And on today's podcast, we've got the topic of why SEO agency ranking guarantees are bullshit. What better person to join me than uh, the owner of Impressive Digital? I've got Robert. Robert here with me. G'day, Rob. Hey, Russ. How are you going? Yeah, really well. How are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. Can't complain. Excellent. Uh, so given it's been a while since I've been on the pod, maybe just a quick little background on myself. I've been in digital for six or seven years. I've been working with small businesses and medium-sized businesses for about 10 or 12. Um, really passionate about helping businesses see through some of the bullshit, which we're going to get to. There's plenty of it, mate. So There's lots. <laughs> Uh, Rob, do you want to share a bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely, Russ. So um, I've been in the in the digital game for for over a decade now, having worked both client side and, and agency side. Um, you know, it, it came to time where it was I was ready to go out on my own and, and really make a big big bang out there in the in the, in the digital digital world and I guess just bring some transparency back into you know you know what I would essentially call a cowboyish industry um, so it's you know the, today's topic I think is very very relevant very, cl- very close to your heart <laughs> very close to my heart um, yeah. and is one of the main reasons why I found it found it impressive funny thing is what was uh, we um, we're just kind of spitballing some ideas over slack and uh, I keep on getting these clients come to me saying oh I've been guaranteed this I've been promised this and you brought up a few points about why these guarantees are so rubbish so, um, you know, from there was a genesis of writing that blog piece. And then obviously we've got today's conversation. But I think people cha- have huge challenges when they're choosing an agency to align with. What, what are some of, in your experience, what are some of the biggest challenges that the clients are having? Well, I, I guess in, in, a, in, in the early days of finding Impressive, and I guess t- till today, and, and I'm sure you face this on a daily basis as well when you're speaking to prospects and clients, is they, they get sucked into this into this agency, in, into these guarantees that they're, mm. they're so, so, so promised, right? Yep. So, you know, it's too many agencies going out there saying, you know, we'll guarantee you page one position, we'll guarantee you 10% of your keywords on the first page and so on and so on, right? This has been going in the industry for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, one of the challenges for an ethical agency that is really trying to do the right thing by their customer is, you know, when they're faced with these so-called guarantees, I mean, it's, it's hard to compete with that, yep. right? So, you know, how do you, uh, I guess, try and explain to, to a prospect or a client that doesn't necessarily maybe understand SEO as a service, mm-hmm. that, that, that these guarantees are actually a load of shit, right? Yeah. And they're purely just sales tactics to try and get the deal over the line, right? So, so what we find a lot in this industry is a lot of these agencies will, you know, will drop their pants, right? They'll, 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 they'll pitch a very low price to try and win the deal yep. and they'll give all these guarantees that don't really mean anything. I mean, the reality is if you really understand SEO, there is no such thing as guarantees. It's, it's, it's impossible to guarantee, you know, rankings and especially these first and second and third positions and i guess the thing is too, google themselves 
you know, it's part of their policy. Mate, absolutely. Like, I mean, if you if you just Googled SEO guarantee policy, it literally says no one can guarantee positions on Google, right? So, so something that I always advise prospective clients and and um and just really anyone that's that's looking at engaging with an SEO agency, they'll say, do you do due diligence? Right, go out there, have a look online, do your research, look at Google's guidelines, mm-hmm. and really just have a chat with that agency and scope them out, interview them. Right, um, I, I think that's key because I mean, if if it's against Google's guidelines and they're literally saying we're going to guarantee your results, well, yep. what does that tell you about the agency? Exactly, that's that's who you're about to get into bed with. Exactly. Right? So, and some of the risk points there, I guess, are the fact that Google doesn't exactly go out and give you a playbook of here's how you rank. You know, so obviously for someone to say, well, I can guarantee to get you there, well, how can you guarantee that? Well, exactly right. I mean, you, you can't. So what it, what these agencies will end up doing, right, is they'll they'll pick what we refer to in the industry as long tail search terms, mm-hmm. right? So let's just take one as an example. You know, they'll say, we can guarantee you, um, we'll give you 20 keywords or search terms. And out of those, we're going to guarantee 10% to rack on the first page. You know, the one that I hear commonly is 10% in three months, yep. 30% in six, and then yep. I think it's like 60% in 12, right? Yep, yep. I, I see that and I seriously, I just laugh and I cringe. Yep. Um, but of those 20, what they say is, oh, we need to get a 10% goal, right? So we need to hit 10% of those keywords. So they end up giving the client a search term like the best plumber in Melbourne um, that can <laughs> fix my toilet, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So. The search term itself is very long to the point where, of course, it's going to rank number one, right? Because yeah. there's no search volume against it. Exactly. So as far as they're concerned, they've hit their guarantee and they hide behind that. So then the client goes, but I'm not getting any traffic. I'm not getting any leads. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Customer. We hit our guarantee. So it's you just have to be very, very cautious yep. right, in, in how you, A, interview that agency and B, really understand the scope and expectations. You mentioned there just a little bit about search volume. So that's such an important thing for this for this type of conversation you're having with a potential SEO agency, if they're telling you they're going to rank you for X, Y, Z, well, that's fantastic. I'd love to see my name up in bright lights at the top of that page, but is anyone actually searching for that? Correct, right. And and, and that's the thing, right? They When they do provide these keywords, they're, they're geared for them to hit their guarantees, not for yep. your success. Yep. So, you know, a lot of them have very low search volume, very low competition. So they're very easy to rank. Hence, they can guarantee them hitting the front page. So it's it's very critical that you, as a prospective client, understand that, mm-hmm. right? And before you sign anything or even, you know, agree to, to any sort of terms, mm-hmm. that they, they show you what those search terms are and what the associated search volume is. And when you think about that, let's say they're saying, well, we've got 20 keywords. If you just break that down, 20 keywords in three months, we're going to get 10% of those there. That's two keywords potentially with zero search volume. They're not going to make any impact on your bottom line. In six months, if it's 30%, whatever it is, again, what's that? Five, six keywords? It's, it's nothing. Yeah. It, it, there's no meaning to that other than giving a customer who doesn't have much understanding of Google search the feeling that they're actually buying something tangible. Okay, I've got my, my benchmarks in place. I feel good about this decision. I'm going to move forward. But they're not proper benchmarks. Correct. Absolutely right. And and you know what? Just for argument's sake, let's just assume that they did give you two keywords that actually had some decent search volume around them. Yep. And they did rank on that front page. Yep. Ranking on the front page is one thing and the position that you're in is another. Mm-hmm. So we know that you know the first page, the, the first result organically roughly gets anywhere between 27 to 28% of, of total search. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you get to the second and, and, and third, you're down to 10, 10% of overall search. So if mm-hmm. you're in position nine or 10, yep. y- you might as well be on page two. Exactly. Right? Because the yep. search volume is extremely low. So mm-hmm. a- again, like it's, you know, it's not really that tangible, right? Exactly. As, a, as a KPI or, or, or a metric. Um, for, for me, you know, a real SEO KPI is organic traffic increase, mm-hmm. right? Which would result into sales or leads. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really it, right? It's, it's that plain simple. If, if you're guaranteeing, you know, keywords and all that, again, you're just hiding behind fluff. 
it doesn't it doesn't mean anything to a business owner. Yep. And you know, as far as from a business owner's perspective, you said to me, we can you know we can guarantee that we can get you X amount of traffic, and those will result in X amount of sales or leads. Now you're speaking my language, right? Exactly. So although agency keyword rankings are bullshit. Yep. I still believe that if an agency is ethical and they know what they're doing, they can guarantee and back themselves in the results they can produce. Mm-hmm. Not rankings, but more traffic and conversions. So you, you touched on this early in the piece. When you started Impressive, very aware of the landscape, lots of cowboys out there. I mean, anyone and their dog can be a digital agency. You yeah. know? So um, what are some of the techniques or some of the tactics which you've sort of come across or which people, clients, should be really wary of in terms of dodgy SEO? Yeah, so it's, it's referred to as black hat techniques um, and, and essentially, um, for, for me to put it in a very simple term, right, it's, it's building these so-called agencies build what's called private networks. Now, these private networks are essentially manipulating the algorithms. Mm-hmm. So it's a bunch of websites that they go out there and build and they just build, you know, automated content on and create links from those sites back to your site. Mm-hmm. So essentially what they do is they, they create, you know, what we refer to as a, as a, as a link farm or a wheel. Mm-hmm. right a link wheel and it's made up of you know 10 20 30 40 different websites that all link together mm-hmm. and then essentially when you join them as a as, as a client they will link you to one of those farms yep now on a daily basis google's fighting this sort of technique you know they're, they're taking down private networks on a daily basis and if you're part of that private network so not only is the agency going to lose that network but you're going down with it you know you can end up with different you can end up with an algorithmic penalty which i guess you know, you can probably recover from. Mm-hmm. If it's a manual penalty, you lose your domain and essentially, you you know, you lose everything, you know, money and investment. And it's, Can you explain that? So algorithmic versus manual penalty? Yeah, so there's two types of penalties that you can um, that you can incur on a site. One is an algorithmic, it's essentially just a robot. So it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a robot that's penalized the site. Yep. Now, you know, you can, to a certain degree, you can do some Hail Marys in front of Google, right? And try yep. and recover from it by doing a disavow and, and all the rest of it. And again, it depends on how severe it is. On the extreme side, it's someone physically at Google putting a penalty against the domain. Now, generally, you'll find that in, in Search Console, which is formerly known as Webmaster Tools, mm-hmm. and you can't recover from that, yep. right? There's nothing you can do. And, and we've, we, we get that a lot. Um, where we're faced with, and I'm, I'm sure you're aware, right, when we're mm. doing penalty assessments yep. for, for clients that have been hit, you know, yep. that we're ranking really well and all of a sudden they've just fallen off a cliff, mm. right? And generally it's because of an algorithmic penalty and if it's not taken care of, it results in a manual penalty. So yep. the, the reality is they have to just forget the domain and start again, right? And to some clients, if they've built a brand around that domain, it's a pretty hard, it's pretty hard to, to take, right? So there's a couple of different things we've discussed there in terms of these guarantees. You've got, firstly... What, what does it mean? What, what are the, what's the search volume around those terms? Yep. You know, how many actual customers is this going to get me? Secondly, if the guarantee sounds too good to be true, what sort of techniques are they getting that are using to get you there? Well, if it's too good to be, it's black hat. Yeah. Right. So exactly. they're using spam. They're essentially spamming the site on these networks to try and manipulate the algorithms into thinking that this is an authoritative site that needs to rank. Yep. And you know what? In some cases, it does rank, but mm-hmm. it doesn't last very long. It's not a very sustainable strategy. Yep. So what you'll find is the site will probably start getting some tractions. It will, it will actually start ranking. Two, three months, algorithmic penalty falls off a cliff. And it's like, you know, there's two, three months worth of investment that has literally just gone down the drain. Yep. Right. And then they'll, behi- they'll hide behind you know, oh, the site got hacked and, you know, all these other excuses yeah. that can come up with. So it's it's key that it's, you know, that you understand exactly what you're about to get yourself into. And Excellent. ask the question, are you using any uh, private networks? Are you using any black hat techniques? Can you show me some examples of the links that you do build? 
Yeah. That's a very important one. Yep. Right? Um, so, and if they can't produce it or they hide behind old, it's our, it's our IP, yeah. you know something dodgy is going on. I hear that quite a bit, actually. Yeah, they won't, share, they won't share this with us. They won't share access to the AdWords and they won't share access, access to Facebook Business Manager. They won't share the links that they're... Tra- Transparency is key in this industry, right? If you're paying for a service and, 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 and a deliverable, mm-hmm. you should be able to ask for whatever it is that, you, that you're looking for, you know, whether it's the links, the content that they've written, analytics reports, conversion tracking, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. right, for you to be able to quantify that investment. Yep. Right? And if they can't provide that because it's their IP, you know you've got some issues. So we've talked a fair bit about Black Hat and all the stuff that you should be looking out for that agencies shouldn't do. White Hat, what's that term mean? Or what's the, what's the converse to Black Hat? Like? Yeah, so, so this is essentially ethical SEO. Right, it's not it's not cheap. There's no such thing as you know cheap SEO. This is purely you know SEO has really changed. SEO has really become more of a content marketing approach, mm-hmm. right? So it's writing really good, engaging content that can a be um, you know distributed throughout a blog or seeded out online to different websites, mm-hmm. and organically you can start gaining some link acquisition from that content, yep. right? Rather than trying to manipulate it. Yep. So something, and I'm sure you're aware of this, that we've been able to do really well here at Impressive is build out our contributor network. So these are real people real bloggers, journalists, columnists, you know, real writers that do write in these publications. Mm-hmm. So, so for us, it's about, you know, every month we have a content plan, whether it's through an article or a blog, you know, whether it's 800 words or 2,400 words, right? It's whatever it takes. We don't necessarily put a number on the amount of words. It's about the engaging topic or the content that we write about, mm-hmm. right? And what sort of value is that going to add to the end user? Yep. We take that content, seed it out on the internet. You know, we might send it to one of our contributors in a particular vertical yep. and ask him to try and you know gain some links from that back to the site. Yep. That's a pretty proactive approach, right? Mm-hmm. It requires a lot of resources, and naturally, you can't do that for you know five hundred or six hundred dollars a month. That's that's really what 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 SEO should be, and of mm-hmm. course, taking care of the of the technical elements of the site and ensuring that that's SEO friendly. Yep. You know, but once that's done, really, it's from there. It's more of an ongoing content marketing distribution if you like right? i guess that's the thing because you can technically optimize the site you can make sure it's all you know it's loading fast it's doing all those sorts of things you can get the content within the site from a, from a, your specific keywords and your phrases you're trying to target yeah but then all things being even if you and you know compared to a b and c are all doing nice things too how, how do you get that leg up how do well, you make google trust your site more well, well that's the thing you know uh, you know traditional SEO agencies will, will give you say 10 or 20 different keywords right but nothing outside of that scope mm-hmm. the way that we do things here is, is, is a little bit different right as again i'm sure you're aware we are optimizing every blog that goes on that site mm-hmm. so we're not optimizing it for the same keyword over and over again we're optimizing that particular topic which is relevant to the serp and also to the to the end user right so mm-hmm. For, for us, it's not putting a limit on the amount of keywords that we, we, we can give that client. It's mm-hmm. about how do we get the traffic for them to be able to see the conversions, right? Yep. And if that means it's 100 keywords, well, then we need to price that accordingly. But it's about, you know, understanding what those topics are. Are they question-based topics? Are yep. they the 10 things to do? Or are they, you know, tricks and trips? Whatever that may be. To be able to then produce that content, publish it on the site, optimize that content on site so that it actually does rank through through the SERP mm-hmm. and then indirectly drive a lot of that organic traffic into into the site. So you're creating essentially like a content hub within within websites. And on that question-based type content as well, I guess as we move more and more into voice search, people search differently with their voice. Absolutely you know, right. when you're asking yeah. your assistant, your Google assistant, Alexa, whatever it is, you don't walk out and go, red shoes. Yeah. You know, you'll say, where can I find the best Air Jordan red shoes near me? Whatever it happens to be. Yeah, look, very valid point. I mean, the consumer behavior online, especially on Google, has really changed, right? If I look back maybe six, seven, even, you know, maybe eight years ago, it was very much keyword based, mm-hmm. right? Pizza, restaurant, 
yep. right, or pizza shop, right? Yep. Now it's like I'm, I'm getting on, on Siri or Alexa saying, hey, Google, yep. right, where is my nearest pizza restaurant? So how do you optimize for that? I mean, the reality is Google still needs to get that content from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our strategies around creating FAQ hubs on sites as well, right, mm-hmm. which are question-based and can, can feed a lot of those new, um, you know, your Alexas of the world and, and Google and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it can fetch the, 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 the information that it needs from those sites, naturally that's going to rank pretty high because it's a pretty good user experience. Again, it's looking at those, you know, what is the intent to purchase and, and where does that sit within, within the SEO scope, mm-hmm. right? So if a, if a customer is still searching via, you know, keyword-based for, I don't know, red dress, Mm-hmm. versus you know where do i find you know a particular red dress yep. the intent to buy on the long tail search term is very high versus just the red dress where they're still in the research mode exactly so it's pretty important to understand that customer journey and what are they actually trying to achieve are they still looking in you know into red dresses or are they actually looking to buy a particular red dress mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty key as well and very and very very important yeah because you know? it, it aids and you know it, it assists in that content strategy moving forward for that for that brand and with those questions as well, what I always tell clients is what you want to do if you're trying to figure out what sort of content is going to work, like how can I actually get in front of my customers, just think about what your end customer needs. Think about the sort of questions they ask. Punch it in the Google. Yep. Ask Google. Have a look and see what's showing up on that page. Yep. If it's been answered really recently by 10 really highly authoritative sites really, really well, probably not going to rank. But if you can see a gap there, you're right to that gap. So you can give yourself some opportunities to get that. Look, and there's some great tools online as well that are are free and accessible where you can actually see the amount of search volume for every question. Yep. Right. So if you can prioritize, say, your top 10 or even as a as a business owner, I can almost guarantee that you probably get asked 10 or 20 times throughout a month that, you know, these key questions. Mm. Right. Um, how do you charge for your service? Or can I return something if it doesn't fit me? If you can answer those questions via content and have those published online, mm-hmm. well, A, you've, it's a good user experience because they find they can find exactly what they need. Yep. And it's good for Google because it feeds them with, with content. Yep. Right? So that's, that's, that's critical as well to, yep. to any content strategy and, and I, SEO. And I guess that sort of comes back to when we're talking about when you're engaging an SEO agency, the type of questions you need to ask, what you bring to the table as well is your customers that customer feedback you're getting on a daily basis so that information you can actually bring to that conversation with your agency if your agency does their job properly they should be able to feed that into the strategy no one knows no one knows your business better than you do yep right so it's it's a it's a two-way relationship right so if we can get as much information from from business owners as possible if we can understand their persona and target market the better the strategy is going to be and the more tailored that it is it's not just a generic hey here's 20 keywords and let's just hope to god that you get some leads Cool. So, Rob, uh, you mentioned there's a few tools out there online where people can actually do a bit of this research themselves and find out the sort of um, the content they should be producing. What, what are some of those tools and where can they find search volume and the like? Yeah. So, Russ, there's, there's a couple of tools that I'm a big fan of. Um, one is called BuzzZumo. Mm-hmm. The other one is Answer the Public. Um, and the third one, which I'm a big fan of at the moment, is um, SEMrush. Yep. Um, so, you can essentially go in there. They have these content tools where you can insert the seed word, which mm-hmm. is essentially, you know, SEO company mm-hmm. and it will be able to then spit back you know what are the most relevant questions um, and, and the relevant topics and the amount of search volume that they get mm-hmm. meaning how many times they get searched into Google right yep. so it's a good way to start for small businesses that perhaps can't you know don't have the funds to invest into an SEO agency and they want to start producing content themselves but rather than producing content that you think is relevant you might as well look at the topics that are actually being searched on 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 SERP so I think it's an important part and there's some three you know three great tools there that you know can add a lot of value and 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 give some yeah put things in perspective a little bit cool oh thanks so much Rob Uh, pleasure mate thank you very much guess to wrap up you know we've been talking about 
agency guarantees from from SEO agencies. Why they're bullshit? Very fun topic to talk about. Beware, bullshit. Beware. <laughs> uh, you know those numbers need to mean something, and the sort of tactics they're using, you know, obviously need to be white hat and ethical. Yep. Cool. Absolutely. Mate.